Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055 The King. Get the King out at 1055thekeen.com and the Show at Hit me up on Instagram, The Boss Man Show, Twitter, at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's The Boss Man on your radio. Listen to The Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball boxing, golf, and more. Better Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online when the game starts. Louisiana man Rick Cabrera do his big things in his office. I see him in the background doing duty big. Rick, what's up, bro? Well, I'm happy for you, my guy. I'm happy for you, man. What's going on, man? How you doing, man? Thanks man. for having me. Hey, man, I'm doing great, brother. Doing great, man. Enjoying this summer. Vacation starts tomorrow for me, man. Hitting the islands up, man. So I'm living big. Living big, brother. That's beautiful, man. We only got one of these lives, man. So enjoy it, right? No doubt, man. No doubt, man. Master, bro. I mean, you had a great year last year, Tallahassee, man. Coaching your, your, your tail off, man. And now, what about the opportunity in Northwestern State, man? Stood out to you, man. Uh, if you want to come here, man, and help these guys, man, build, build something down there, man. Yeah, well, I mean, first and foremost, the relationship I had with uh, with our AD, Kevin Boston, uh, it goes back about 10 years. Um, and he sold, you know, he sold the opportunity. Now, you know, you know, a lot of people have asked me, like, what was it that made me want to go out here? I said, look, you know, I was a junior college head coach. And, you know, not many people were going to turn down a Division One head coaching job to stay at junior college. No doubt. Um, but, uh, you know, Kevin sold the world to me, you know, and he, he told me what, you know, what a great spot this was. And, and uh, you know, also what Corey did. You know, Corey did a phenomenal job. Um, you know, so I knew this job was going to be a good one, and it was a great opportunity that I couldn't turn down. It's funny how that you're you're in his spot, and he's off the feet when you was off the feet. It's funny how the world works, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> yes, indeed. Man, man, Rick Rescue's man, I know coach has been in your blood, man, for a long time, man. So at what point in your career, man, you just in your life, you said, Man, I want to become a head, I want to become a coach. 
eventually become a head coach? At what point did you decide, say, this is what, what, what my life's going to be about, man, going forward? No, that's a great question, man. I, I you know, I tell you what, when I when I graduated from grad school, I had played two years professionally in, in the Dominican Republic. Um, and you know, at that time, I had an opportunity to go uh to play, to continue to play in Germany, but I, you know, you know, I had a daughter at, at a young age. Um, you know, and I didn't want to go over in, in a, another country for nine months and not see my child. So, you know, I told myself, if I'm not playing, I'm going to be coaching basketball. I want to get into this to impact some young men's lives, just like I have my life impacted through basketball. And and that's what I did. So in 2001 is when I made that decision to really, you know, lock in, you know, and focus on coaching. And, and uh, you know, I always told myself, I just want to be a Division One head coach. I never really had a dream job, a dream school. Uh, it was just the opportunity because I tell everybody, I said, there's only 363 of these jobs. Um, and, you know, I'm one of those 363, so I'm not picky. Uh, so I was grateful that someone believed in me to give me this opportunity. No doubt, man. I feel like that's what that's, like you see it in how you coach, man, and how your, your hard work, man, stops you've made. Because there's a grinder, man. Some guys just want to get blessed into it. You had to work your way up the ladder to get here. So I know for you it feels more sweeter because you know you had to really put in the hard yards, you know, move your family around, go here and there to get here to where you are today. Yeah, my it's it's I mean, like my last three jobs, I was there for two years. Um, and that wasn't the goal to be, you know, but my family sacrificed a lot of things and in and and moving every two years is not something that I envisioned or wanted to do, but it was opportunities that, that I felt that were better for my career. So, um, you know, it's all about timing, a little luck you throw in there, um, uh, a lot of prayer and patience. Um, and then, you know, all the pieces kind of connected and it worked out. We talk about how important it is to have a supportive wife in, in your corners. I know for me with the radio, I travel like kind of like how you all travel. It is having somebody in your, in your corner that really has your back, man, makes it easy when you're out here make, make, making these decisions, doing your passions. But how important your wife is to you, man, being there for you, brother? Man, great question, man. I, I, you, know, you, know, you know, I'll say this, man. If you don't have a supportive wife, you will not survive in this business. Or if you do survive, you'll just be a bachelor. Um, my wife has been the backbone of our family. I told her, I said, she's never allowed to leave me. I'm never allowed to leave her. Um, she she keeps the kids uh, on point. She keeps me on point. She's not she's not a wife that always agrees with me on 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 you know on topics that I bring home about work. She kind of balances me out. Um, she's just so sharp, man. And you know, I'm not saying that just to uh, you know, well, you got to talk good about your wife. No, she's really that person. Um, you know, so she keeps me, you know, grounded and level headed. And, and one thing I respect her the most is that when I'm wrong, she lets me know I'm wrong and I got to, and you know, you know, it allows me to, you know, kind of regroup and get it right. So, um, you know, she's my backbone. So, you know, like you have to have a good, you know, supportive wife. She, she, she stopped her career. You know, she was an athletic trainer when I met her and, you know, but I told her on our first date, I said, look, I said, this is the profession I want to choose. 
So it's not too late to leave, you know, because we just kind of knew each other. She said, I'm going to go along for the ride. So ever since then, that was 17 years ago. We haven't had any issues. No doubt, man. That's, that's what I'm talking about right there, my brother. And you know what, Rick? Tell, tell the people out here about the type, the type of young man you want in your program, man, because uh, I feel like hearing hear about the close of your program will help a young man decide to come there. Because I've told you, I've told this, I've told this big at least. Guys who came join at schools come from, coming on my show. My show gets guys to listen. So that yeah, I know that coach. I was going to play for him. So, so talk to us about kind of young man you want to have on in your program, man, to build this thing out the right way. Most importantly, I mean, and I don't want to sound cliche-ish in, 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 you know, in what I'm about to say, but we want high-character, tough, and talented young men. Um, you know, we do know that every kid that that we may recruit may not have the cleanest slate on certain things, uh, but, but if they can represent our university and be coachable uh, and be tough and be a good teammate, then we won't have any problems. Um, a lot of young men just choose to make the easy things hard. Uh, but as a coach, I want to be able to help these young men when they're, you know, 26, 27 years old, if they're still playing or if they're not playing anymore, you know, just so they say, you know what, that, uh, you know, Coach Cabrera helped transform me into certain things that I wasn't as a, as a you know, a young teenager or a young man. Uh, you know, so we're always going to bring in high character in, in the recruiting process now, you know, like the vetting process has to be a lot different than what it used to be because the transfer portal and, you know, you know, we have a whole new team. So, you know, like, like we have to find a right group of guys that, 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 that like being around other people that are good teammates, um, that when adversity hits, it doesn't last too long. They figure it out within one minute, two minutes. Uh, and so far, I think we have that. We haven't really faced too much adversity yet, but I think we have that right now. Hey, Rick, you know, this time of year, man, well, what's going with your team? I know for me personally, when I was in Atlanta, I wouldn't do this like I was at Nashville, Tennessee State with my guys. I feel like that we hold me accountable. I hold him accountable. We do our gas together, do our weight work together, get in the gym and work out because I feel like we had that player-led team. You, you don't have to coach energy and effort. And guys, when you look at the eyeball without not getting any work in, they'll, they'll make you get some work. But like yeah. this time of year, it makes guys become better, get them connected the right way. And when things happen, come November, December, January, February, and March, they can, they can get through it because it's the time they put in this time of year when that stuff happens. Right. And and it, the, the, there's two words that we use in our program uh, every day just in, in, in conversing with our, with our players is, it's be an everyday dude. Just be an everyday dude, man. Even 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 days when when it's a little rough, you know, come into the weight room, come in onto the court, and be an everyday guy. If you really say you love this game, I don't want to I don't want to coach anybody that dates this game. You know, I want them to love it. I don't want them to like it. And that's what we do in the recruiting process. That's what we find out in the recruiting process. Uh, you know, so I want to be able to walk in that gym and say, you know what, inside these lines. I know what I'm going to get out of this young man every day. Now, trust me, in the perfect world, it's not always like that. There are some young men that you're going to have to that are, that that are clay. You're going to have to formulate them into into a solid foundation, and I get that. Uh, and I you know, and I'm fine with that. I understand the business that we're in. But if we have a lot of everyday dudes, then it, it, it becomes contagious, and then everyone forms that way. Rick, do you feel like with the portal and NIL stuff, man, that you can get a higher quality? 
high school guy now because people want to know commodity this COVID year. It knows that they got the big boys ain't looking at certain high school dudes anymore. So and you feel like I can get you a higher quality high school guy who can develop. Hopefully he'll stay with you all four years, but enjoy him while you have him. <laughs> if you right. So you feel like it's really working out for you right now with, with, with potential to be in the way it is right now. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, like the timing of that question is perfect. And, and, you know, and the reason why I say that, you know, like I'll answer that question with a yes. And I'll tell you why. Um, so we just got a commitment from a young man named Ryan Forrest. Uh, you know, he was a three-star recruit on ESPN and, and two, four, 24-7. He, at one point, he was a four-star recruit. He signed with Memphis last year in the early signing period. Things didn't work out. Um, he had interest from NC State in Utah. And, you know, it just kind of dragged along with, with, with his recruiting. And we, we signed him a couple of days ago. Um, that's not, that's, you know, un- unfortunately, 10 years ago, that wouldn't have been normal. Um, but we developed a relationship. My staff did a great job developing a relationship with him. And, and he chose us. And like you said, with, with, with you know, like, like with the new dynamics of, of uh, recruiting, I would love to have him for, for, for uh, his entire four years. Uh, but but I'm gonna enjoy this moment, enjoy trying to make him a better player, a better person. If he stays with us, great. If he has success and leaves, that's just the the platform that we're in, and we gotta deal with it. No doubt, Rick. And I'll tell you this, Rick, man. You know I'm biased because I'm from Tennessee State. I feel like a young man can really prosper at what state. I'd rather be a big fish in a small pond than try to go play at a group of five or power five school, come off the bench. And I might get some money in the front of him, but guess what? You can cost yourself money in Europe or Asia or Australia or South America because you ain't putting no tape out there. They can be like, well, you average sports outside the game. And blah, blah. But I got 120 to go there. Go there. You know, but I ain't going to get you no playing time or no money overseas. So I feel like I would be a big fish in a small pond and try to play for a brand, per se, and not really play that much and not really show, show off what I can do. No question. No, it, You know, I'm afraid. I'm afraid that that now with this situation, you're going to see a lot of, um, you know, NBA draftees or prospects not really come from the mid-major level because once you have success, they shoot up to the high-major level. Um, and, it, you, know, you know, if I was a player selfishly, you know, I would stay where I'm at. Um, I, you know, I mean, I understand there's a lot of money thrown at these kids. If your facilities are better at the higher level. But there are no guarantees. There are no guarantees anywhere. But if you're stable at one place, at least you know the next year that stability is still going to be there. Um, you know, I coached a young man named Terry Taylor at Austin P. He uh he he played for the Pacers as a rookie, and in his past year he, he was with the Bulls. Now Terry was not in the in the you know in the realm of 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 how the transfer portal is now, but he had opportunities to leave after his freshman year. And then he had opportunities to leave after his sophomore year. And then he had opportunities to leave after his junior year. And then his senior year, because it was a COVID year, but he said, you know what, I'm going to stay all four. He's arguably the greatest player in Austin P history. Um, And he's able to fulfill his dreams in the NBA. You know, a lot of people don't follow that path anymore. Hopefully it could change, but, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a different dynamic now. No doubt, Rick. It, it is like today with Atlanta Hawks. We just, we just released Tyrese Martin today. You know, a four-year player at UConn. 
and he couldn't crack the Hawks. You know, it's the margins are so thin, and right. he's a high major guy. So, but if Terry fought his butt off and, and with the Bulls, I, I saw him at Robert Covington's game the other other week at Potosi State. I saw him. <laughs> I talked a little bit there, man. So, yeah, man, Rick is. I, I, I fear for that too, man. That guys won't be coming out of uh, like John Rand Murray State or Austin P anymore. It's going to be all group of five or power five. They look at what they don't realize is, hey, NBA, like, I'll give you an example. Seth Lundy, the Hawks 46 draft pick, he's on a two way contract. Ooh. He didn't give you the real deal. Wow. He got a two-way. He right. played Penn State. Right. Right. <laughs> wow. Think about wow. that. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, man. So even even get to that level, it's, it's some stuff in the game that I, I don't want to say too much, but it's it's crazy. No, the grass isn't always greener, man. And it is it's scary. Like you said, you mentioned, you know, John Morant. I was in a league when I coached against John Morant. And then, you know, like you say to yourself, you know, if John Morant was playing in this era of the portal, would he have stayed at Murray State for his second year, or would he have went to Kentucky had they called? Um, I mean, it's just you know, it's just a situation. You know, I've learned in life to control the controllables. Uh, you don't have to agree with them, but um, this is the profession I chose. This is the profession I love, and you just got to deal with what the cards are dealt to you and and see how it goes. And Rick, you, you, I think you're in a good spot, man, because you know, the West State's in a good spot. Make can draw you a good circle around it and, and get to a lot of places and find good players, man. And so, for you, man, how's it been with your staff trying to identify how much that radius you want to hit to get find the right guys, fit what you want to do, man, and build this thing right for the demons going forward? Yeah, no, it, I'll be honest. I, I, you know, like I hired a staff that has great relationships, um, and they brought in guys that they knew. From, you know, like they either knew coaches from the previous places or they were recruiting these kids at some point, um, you know, but they worked their tails off. You know, we had to sign 13 guys, man, 13 guys in two months. Um, and, I, you know, I'll be honest, I could say it now because we got we have everyone signed. There wasn't one time that I went to bed worried that we're not going to have a good enough team. Um, you know, cause I always say, I say, listen, there's enough players out there. Don't rush, take your time, vet the process, vet the kid, vet everybody that's in their circle. There's enough players. We, like I said, a few minutes ago, we just signed a kid who's a three-star kid in late July. It was just patience. You just got to wait. Um, so I'm not too concerned. I don't like it that the turnover could possibly be seven to eight guys every year, possibly more. I don't like it, but it is what it is. You just got to just recruit and, and do your homework. Now, Rick, having had to get 13 new guys, how much has your phone been ringing for his games thinking that they, they, somebody can get you? <laughs> how was that being, brother? <laughs> Yo, hey, listen, my schedule is darn near done, man. I just got one game. <laughs> Everybody's called. I, you know, I take, I don't, I'm not insulted. I take it as a compliment. Uh, but I, but I will say, um, you know, they'll be shocked to, uh, to see what we got in front of us. No doubt. Man. I said new head coach, 13 new guys. They're trying to buy him like crazy. A hundred percent. You already know. You already, I've been in this a long time. You, I mean, like, like you've been doing this a long time, you know, and, and you know, it, I mean, some coaches would get mad and, and I'm, Hey, it is what I, you know, I'd probably call me too. If I was at a higher level, um, 
But uh, <laughs> but you know, I like to you know, I love the players that we got. I love the talent, and um, our schedule is tough. Um, it's going to prepare us for the you know for conference play. So I'm not worried one bit. Now, as you move into August here, Rick, man, into September, how much you start like watch film on on the conference mates, the South Conference man? Because I know the new conference for you, man. So how much do you balance watching film on the guys you will be playing down the road here in conference play, man? So I have that tough round robin you got, you all got. Yeah, no, we, we, I, you know, like, I'll be honest. Ever since I, I've gotten hired, I, I've, I've probably watched every conference team play maybe two times, just, just because. You know, I, I consider myself a basketball junkie, so I watch a lot of basketball. Uh, but I also watch styles of play. We have some new coaches, um, so I kind of watch some of their old stuff if they were head coaches at previous places. But the coaches that have been in this league, I kind of watch their games just to get, you know, like a feel for how this league is. Um, you know, it's an underrated league. Um, you have some really good players. So, um, you know, I like my chances, though, but but it's a tough league. So, uh, you know, Corey, Corey Gibson put a lot of pressure on me, but uh, but it's okay, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, no doubt. Last one for you, brother. What have been some cool food spots down there, man, to know about there in your great channel, Nackish, man? Uh, wait, cool food spot, you said? Yes, yeah, cool food spots, man. Man. I pull up on you, man. Man, <laughs> they got, they got, um, they got a place here called Lazion's. It's a, it's a, it's kind of like a mom and pop restaurant. Got, got a great, great meat pie. They call them meat pies down here, but it's a bunch of different names. Uh, their breakfasts are unbelievable. They got another place that I actually just ate there for lunch with my staff. It's called, it's called Sam's, but it, it's like they have po' boys and, and, and fried chicken and fried shrimp, fried lobster. Unbelievable. Um, this is not a, this, I'll tell you what. If you don't exercise here, you, like you're gonna be get big. You're gonna get really big because the food, everything is fried, uh, everything is delicious. Um, so you know, like, you know, I gotta be careful. I may eat one meal a day and and just snack on a couple protein bars. So it's a lot of good food in this state. Man, bro, I do, I do, I do. I, I eat one meal a day. My brother and I get. That's why I walk in at night, man. Because Atlanta, it will get you now, bro. Before you go, man. We got In and Out Burger now and Whataburger. We got police directing you into the Whataburger and the In and Out Burger. The line is worse than Chick 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 Fil A. It's worse than what the Popeye sandwich came out. Wait a minute. So In and Out Burger has morphed from California over to Atlanta. Yeah, and and, and, and Whataburger, and they got lines for <laughs> with police directing police directing you into the little Whataburger, the In and Out Burger. Cars down for miles. I'm like, no way, bro. I'll get it when y'all calm down. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Now it's it's for I, sure. I had In and Out Burger the other day. They, they ain't nothing wrong with a couple of cheat days. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat me some good food now. But yeah, that's police escorts. Is that's unbelievable. They they directing you in. They directing you in there. Directing you out. I'm like, this is for some a burgers, bro. For burgers, man. <laughs> Come on, man. It, yeah, it's too much other stuff going on, man. You don't need no escort for no burgers. <laughs> Bro, the line is like down the street. I'm like, man, forget it. I'm not doing it. Like, I spent enough traffic all day in 2285. You <laughs> wait for some food all day. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, man. So, yeah, it's funny, but we're getting stuff in Atlanta we shouldn't have, man. And I'm like, it's cool and all, but I'm not waiting for it for two hours. Uh, no, 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 no. Right. No chance. No chance. Like, please escort to go to the. 
Now, I understand the Waffle House after hours. I get that to a degree. I get that. I get that. A lot of stuff happens at Waffle House at, uh, after 12 o'clock. Yeah. But the water burger, the In-N-Out burger, we got to have the APD direct you in here. Right, 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 right. And GSP, I'm good. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm from a cop. Hey, you just don't work the, the, water, the water burger. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, you get a sign, like, really, what? Oh my gosh, that's yeah, crazy. That's man. It's all good, man. But Rick, man, I'm happy for you, man. Glad you, glad you did it, man. I always love seeing you. I was gonna see you all off the beat, man. So I'm gonna try to come down and see you all play, man. I'm, I'm in your corner, my brother. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much, brother. Anytime, bro. What's up, good people? Bet online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Better Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Better Online. When the game starts. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055 The King. Get the King out at 105thekeen.com and the Boss Man Show at bossmanshow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, the Boss Man Show, Twitter at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's the Boss Man on your Radio. Listen to the Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.